Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Cavs have the Suns tonight at uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And got to say, uh, after reading this little two-minute report today, uh, the NBA cost us some quiche. It definitely cost me some cash because of uh, at the end of regulation, there were two fouls. Or sorry, two violations in the final 15 seconds that the Cavs committed that were not called. The first one, which got more pub, it was weird. Everybody reacted to the uncalled travel on Jarrett Allen. Uh, that one happened with like 11 seconds to go. And then the, the lane violation the, on the Donovan Mitchell. The lane Mitchell. violation on Donovan Mitchell where, uh, I mean, I didn't even pay attention to it. It's clear. He was oh, yeah. over I the mean, line or he was over the uh, the strike before the ball hit the rim. I think the officials in that moment were like, yeah, Donovan's having too good of a game to, for us to get. Just screw him on this one. I think I, I'll be honest with you. I think they just weren't paying attention, which is it happens. Wild. It happens. But I do you they, think they are human beings? Do you think you think the two minute report is good? Um, I think the two minute report is not good. Like the day or two after a game, yeah. Especially in this day and age with so much gambling, and you and I both had a like a, a parlay with the Bulls money line, yeah. Um, I did hedge it with the Cavs money line, which didn't, which I should have which done. didn't I'm, pay I'm out learning. as much, but uh, I would have won a lot more. So, on the Bulls, but either way, so it's funny because the reason the two minute report exists is because of gambling, and the reason why I find it absolutely excruciating is is because of gambling because I just lost for the first time on two blown calls at the end of that game, and it it just tells you like man. These officials, and we know this from the Donaghy stuff and, and um, you know, the documentaries we've seen, the, the most recent one on Netflix, was, which was really good. Um, these officials have a lot of power. Yeah. And they can really control the outcome. And it's funny how we've never heard, I don't want to say never, but we just have, we haven't uncovered a scandal like that, neither baseball or the NFL, so MLB or NFL. I don't NFL. think officials have that big of an in- input or say, maybe baseball with I, balls and strikes to I, some I degree. I don't know. Like, at the end of a game... I think it's tougher to influence, but like three flags, like Jerome Boger. Jerome Boger, the penalties, and I'm not saying he is doing anything undue toward. I, I, I don't, please, that's not what I'm saying. But like that Bengals game, they they threw across the board probably five unnecessary flags, and three of them went against Cleveland. 
the timing of an unnecessary flag, I do think carries a yeah. lot of weight in the NFL. Like, do you, do you think going back to that Cavaliers game on uh, Monday night, you know, like the officials gathered right after that to talk about that, and uh-huh. the place is going nuts. Can you imagine? Mitchell is going for like a Cavalier best. Mm-hmm. Do they do they just in that moment think, well, this is probably good for the NBA? No, you don't think so. No, no, not even the, the, not even the human element of them be, thinking like, dude, Donovan's having such a great night. Just let's just keep it rolling. Do you know why? Why? Because there's so many mics around. There's so no, many no. I don't things. think that they would say that. Oh, I'm like thinking. In their head? I'm thinking in the back of their minds, okay. they're like, God, Mitchell's has 50 plus points. Like he could go for whatever. Like I just, I wonder because of that moment that they just got caught up in the moment. Like. I don't know what I would say. Because it was is, clear. Like, he was definitely in the lane. He violated the, the – it was a violation, I should say. What I would say is, I mean, it's tough because in the NBA, we always have the conversation, well, this is a this is a foul call for LeBron. It's not a foul call for OG and Obi, right? Like, oh, well, this isn't a foul uh, defensively on Giannis. It is a foul on Kem Birch. So, like – there's already very clearly a double standard that is already in the heads of officials when they're deciding what yeah, is Yeah, listen, a foul. I mean, Andrew Wiggins gets more calls than Aaron Wiggins. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I like that. I stole well, it from the morning show. But it's, it's funny because, like, but I was the, watching that game last In the same vein, like, if you're going down the field, I've never seen an inherent bias where it's like, oh, well, that's not a, uh, a DPI on Darrell Revis, and it is on Buster Screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yet we just accept that bias is in place in the NBA. So I, I don't say that to say, yes, I agree. But, like, it's conceivable. If there's already a, a negotiating process in your head about what's a foul for whom, you would imagine that, that that's not just a one-sided thing that only happens in the disparity between a superstar and not a superstar. Right. Sim, welcome to the show. What you got for us, buddy? Finally. Finally, the refs give us one instead of taking one from us. Thank you, referees. I appreciate it. Good game, Donovan. Yeah, I, it's funny you say that. Um, I think every, I think every small market fan, and I thank you for the call. Every small market fan in the NBA thinks they never get calls, and every big market fan in the NBA or super team fan thinks they should get more calls, of course, or think they deserve every call. And by the way. I also think there is an inherent bias there as well. Because there you don't tend to have as many superstars or transcend, transcendent players in small markets. I do think right. that's a part of this as well. You brought up something on the pre-show about the last two-minute report and the two violations that, that could have and should have been called against the Cavs in the final 15 seconds of that game. Which is, if you have action on that game... Like, I'm not going to lie, it cost me about 600 bucks. Uh-huh. Um... You know, it, it is what it is. Um, Give boy, us the would you rather. Your, your, your boy's on a heater, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got it back since. But uh, if if you are in that moment and you you're seeing greatness, mm-hmm. what do you do? What do you, what are you thinking? Oh, I I already saw this play out. Because there, there's a reason why I hedged my bet because I did not want to be in that situation. So <laughs> I saw going down the stretch. I had I like I said I had the Bulls. And the over. So I had the Bulls money line and the over. And as I was starting to watch Donovan do what he was doing, 
You the, got caught up in the moment? The fan took over. I was like, bleep that money. And now, granted, I was like, I would have won only like 125, which is still good money. But like, I got, I just, I, the fan took over. Watching Donovan ball out, like, I just, I completely marked out for what a ridiculous performance. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're talking like when Mattress Mac makes like a seventy-five well, he, million, you saw what bet. he just did. He just put one point five mil on TCU money line versus Georgia. Pays out like six mil. That's that's a sickness. That's a sickness. Um, does he only make big bets on 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 Texas teams? Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like I'm better not betting on my own favorite team. Does that make like I feel better about the bets that I make on teams that I care about less. I don't then, think it's a bad bet, by the way. Uh, I don't. Can, St- can Stetson Bennett really win back-to-back national champions championships? I mean, I think that's less improbable <laughs> than TCU winning a national title. I just, I, man, I maybe I'm doubling down on the already, already proven wrong take that TCU wasn't a playoff team. Uh, thank you, Michigan, for bleeping the bet on that one. Thank you or, for literally nothing. Or TCU nothing. actually showed up and balled out. Yeah. Max Duggan's pretty good. Yeah, and Quentin, Quentin Johnson's the best receiver we've seen in like five years. Can you imagine Quentin Johnson with with, with Deshaun? Oh, or Mahomes, God, or just any of the good quarterbacks. He's well, going to be. He's be a great. We can already see that because Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase. We, we yeah, that. but he's not the size of Quentin Johnston. That dude. That dude's going to be a beast. He's like going to be like a Megatron. Uh, we got Chad. Chad calling in. Chad, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got? Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Love the show. Hey, thanks, you know, th- my issue in basketball has always been I love the game. Love the game. My son loves it. He plays it. The issue that I have, though, is th- these uh, last-second fouls that these teams commit against other teams, like they fouled Mitchell, uh, you know, so that he, he, you know, so basically avoid him being able to take a three-point shot, you know, Um and that's always bothered me because in football, a team can decline a penalty. If, it's, if that penalty is going to hurt them, they can decline it. In the NBA, it, it should essentially be the same thing. Uh, or if they're going to foul a team beyond the, the, you know, the key, the two-point uh, uh, key, then I think that they should get a three-point uh, three foul shot. You know, I actually so. really love that take, Chad. Um, I, I think – I don't think the NFL has much, I think of the call, that the NFL can clean up in terms of gameplay outside of just making the game faster and make the game go faster. I think the NBA is second uh, to that of, of, of leagues or games that is so great already. You just need to clean up the final 2%. If the NBA found a way to clean up the final two minutes of every game, I think the NBA would be a million times more watchable. If you just took those ticky-tack fouls, um, and they kind of did away with the, the, the fouls in transition this year. So, like, they, they've already started to kind of clean up things that kind of negate um, easy baskets or negate offense. At the end, I, I just, I just kind of feel like they need to find a way to completely rework fouling in the final two minutes of the game because it does suck the energy out it's of It's so games. subjective, and it's so ticky-tack. When teams are in the bonus, I mean, it, it is costly yes to teams well and, and you can and like i i just feel like and obviously they call it different in the playoffs like they mm-hmm. let guys be physical yep why don't we call it the same all the time it goes back to the the bias thing of you're a superstar you get this call and you're not a superstar you don't get this there's call. like a big reason why everyone's like these these totals 
right now in the regular season are in the 230s and 240s sometimes. Like Scoring last, is ridiculous last night, right now. The, uh, the, the, um, the Celtics game, it was like two, 268. Mm-hmm. You never see that in the playoffs. There are over 50 players averaging 20 points per game right now. And what was the stat? I, I'm, I'm just like, te- it's hilarious. Darren, Fo- Darren Fox last night has 37 points and no one cares. Like there are eight players averaging 29 points or more. Incredible. You, you've got Doncic, 34 points a game. Joel Embiid, 33 and a half. Giannis, 33. Shea just Alexander with nobody else on his team is just dropping 31 points a game. That was the team that scored 150 last night. You know, since you and I are having this conversation, there uh, there are a few people on Twitter who are irritated at the 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 last two minute report that says that Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen committed violations in the final 15 seconds of that game that should have negated um, the end of that game and the Cavs win. Why did people get so saucy about that? It worked out for you this time. Yeah, it did. We're so used to it not working out. Can't we just all look at that? Like uh, Cleveland Sports Talk had a thing showing that uh, the Bulls player foot was on the line. Why is it a gotcha for a gotcha? Can't you just take the just, win? Just take the win. Take the win in the 71-point performance. We never get those wins. I'm just happy that we somehow circumvented the league rules for once. By the way, does this uh, – I know we got to run, but – there's no like, uh, oh, he didn't score seventy one points, right? No, okay, because that would be like you can't do that with literally. If we started doing that with this, we'd have to do it with literally everything in the NBA. Like, what's next? Like, if you score seventy one points, how do you follow that up if you're Donovan Mitchell tonight? Because I kind of feel like this is a game that I'm gonna watch because, like. I'm more likely to watch this because I just watched Donovan did something great the other night. Uh, so, like, I kind of feel like I feel like anything mm. he does, not, not going to be a letdown. You win, you win. We want that. But, like, how do you follow up a 71-point performance? I, I just said you during the break. Like, I don't know because we're, we're trying to figure out our, our uh, Nick and Dusty parlay tonight mm-hmm. on the FanDuel app. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm like, Suns five and a half? Suns five and a half and plus one seventy two. Plus one seventy four. Ooh, one seventy four, you bastard. On the money line. You got nicer money line than I No, did. I think it's the same. It just updates pretty regularly. I literally just Oh, I could have dropped it. I may have I may have just given away the fact that I did bet the money line on this game. Did you really? <laughs> I did. And you dropped it two dollars. Well, because I've been thinking about it all friggin' day. You son of a biscuit. And I was thinking about it. Well, am I gonna put money on this? Are we or gonna not? put that in our parlay though? Is it also, is it bad juju? Mm-hmm. To like put the opposing team of our local team in a parlay. All right, it's or, not, or, it's, or at that point in time, are we just saying we're willing to? We win either way. It's not like when James wore the Pacers jersey in studio the it is night of. Yeah, bastard. Ah, but like it's not like when James wore the jersey of the team you're facing that night. By placing a bet on it, you're not rooting. You're just saying I don't think this is going to go their way. Whereas if you actively wear the merchandise in the studio that is oh, of the team dude, you're facing I, I, that night, you're going to get ripped apart I'm, like James I'm telling did. you right now, there have been so many times where I've wagered against my team. Mm-hmm. Not because I wanted my team to lose, just because I had a feeling it was a bad matchup for them. Honestly, I think it's... Uh, now, uh, here in town, we haven't experienced this joy. I think it might be something that makes being a Browns fan more tolerable. 
going forward. Well, the Browns lost, but I hit them on the money line. And, and by the way, <laughs> like Stefanski doesn't cover the spread. It's not good. I don't. What were, what are the up? Do you have the updated numbers? Because great, I, great coaches win. No, good coaches win. Great, great coaches, coaches cover. cover. <laughs> uh, Bob, actually two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Are you expecting Donovan Mitchell not seventy one, but are you expecting Donovan Mitchell to ball out again? It's how just you, like how do you come back from that? I mean, I, I now the expectations know. are what? Like for him to score thirty five a night minimum? Let, well, if, if he doesn't score thirty five, is it a disappointment? Bob, welcome to the show. What you got, bud? Hey, uh, good show, guys. As always, I haven't talked to you in a while. So my thoughts on on uh, all the scoring that's going on in the NBA. Now, I could be wrong on this. Just my opinion. I just want to get you guys' thought on it. Don't you think it's because you see a lack of defense being played? I don't see it like I used to, you know, in the 80s and, and even in the 90s. It's like it just seems like we rush down there and throw the ball. There's hardly any defense being played. Just my thought. And uh, for, for him to follow up with uh, after a 71-point game, I'm going to go with Dustin, man. Start averaging 30-35, and I think we're good, right? Yeah, I It'd be, wouldn't it be funny if he had like 15 tonight? Bob, thank you. As long as the Cavs uh, win, I don't really give a damn. All right, here's the thing. So just doing a little little due diligence here on this game tonight. I thought you were going to give us the Kevin I'm not Stefanski like a, I'm not, ATS. I'm not a, I'm like, not a Suns know. expert here, but I, I didn't really know that Booker's out. <laughs> that That's a big deal. Going to have to go ahead and cancel. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the Suns just had a 19-point loss to the Knicks on Monday, just scoring 83 points. And they haven't scored more than 104 in any of their last three. So carry the two. No cash out available yet. All right. Can you get a little cash out on it? Hey, listen, here's what you do. You, so maybe it, the Suns will be up after the first quarter. Yep, and Take the cash, the cash out. out. Yep. yep. So that happened. I, I mentioned the parlay that I had put 100 on from the Bills-Bengals game. And I looked right before the Hamlin injury. If I had taken the cash out... It would have been like so the bet was like a hundred. It would have been like a hundred and fifteen, hundred twenty, something like that. But because and now I got my money back because the the game the the bet was null and void. Had I taken the cash out, but had an extra twenty bucks in the account. Do we know if Mobley's going to play tonight? That I don't. No Garland. No Garland. He's which got, which he's, I, got, he's doubtful. I and I don't mean this in a bad way. I think right now, any time that I see one of the Cavs guards out. Do you it, feel better about it because you know that one of those guards, the guard, yeah. who's, the guard who's in, is most likely going to go off? Yes, and and it might unlock Evan. You know what I mean? Like it just, I do think by the end of the season, I think Donovan Darius in in Evan Mobley offensively, I think they're going to have it worked out because some of this is Evan super young and learning how to play with more talent around him. Some of this is Darius is just Darius and Donovan are learning when to trade off whatever. Th- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. some of it, I do think is just that. But yes, in the interim, like when I bet the Bulls in the over, I didn't know on Monday, I didn't know Darius was out yet. Had I known that, I probably would have taken the Cavs in the money line. So, yes, yes, by, I do feel way, better you, right you, now. You, you did ask the question. This year, Stefanski is 8-8 eight and eight against the spread. So, a oh. little bit better this year. Yeah. 500. Seems to really like that 500. 500, 500 in bet, betting actually loses you money. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a thing called juice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.